right? Praise the Lord. I want us to open our Bibles to the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, and verse 14. 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, and verse 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. If my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we come in the name of Jesus. We ask you to anoint your word, yes, to anoint our ears, that we may hear what the Spirit is saying unto us this day. Yes, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Today we are doing the service a little bit different, but nevertheless we believe that the Spirit of the Lord is here and that God will bless you today if you open your heart. Uh, somebody asked me a question the other day. They said, have you ever seen what you are seeing today in all of your life? My answer was no, never. We are living in hard times. We are living in dangerous times. We are living in evil times, just as the Bible declares that would take place in the last days. Today, we are living in the last days. Go with me to 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1. What does the Bible tell us? Chapter 3 and verse 1. But know this. But know this. That in the last days. That in the last days. In the days. Today. In the last days. Perilous times will come. Perilous times will come. What is Paul trying to tell us there? That in the last days, in the todays, hard times will come. Dangerous times will come. Uh, evil times will come. And this is what we are living today. Jesus Christ is coming soon. He is coming sooner than what we think. And I don't care what the world says. And I don't care what the devil says, and I don't care what unbelieving preachers say or think, Jesus is coming back again. And he's coming in the clouds to take us home, to be with him. And the Bible says, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Go with me to Luke 21 and verse 26. Luke 21, 26. What does the Bible say? <clears throat> Men's hearts failing them from fear. Men's hearts failing them for fear. And the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the expectation of those things which are coming upon the earth. But the powers of the heavens will be shaken. The powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man. And then they will see the Son of Man talking about Jesus. 
Coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Coming in the clouds with power and great glory. Let me tell you something. In this is coming. Jesus is not coming back to be beaten. He's not coming back to be spat upon. He's not coming back to be whipped. But he is coming crowned King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Is the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. He is coming back from the King of Kings. And he is not coming back into this earth to hang on a cross because he already did that once. But he is coming in the cloud to take his people home to be with him. And so shall we ever be with the Lord, the Bible tells us. He is coming back for his church, for his elect. And this is why it's so uh, important that we live our lives holy, that we live our right lives righteously, because Jesus is coming back only for those that are living their lives in accordance to his word, only for his elect, the Bible says. We have never seen anything such as we are seeing today. We have never seen anything such as coronavirus. Doctors have stated that they have never seen anyone die such a painful death as the death of those who have died from this evil sickness, coronavirus. This is why we need to be real careful and listen to our medical people because they know what they are saying. This week, the President of the United States started pushing, and really, he's been pushing this for some time for America to reopen. He is trying to make us believe that the worst of the coronavirus is over, that somehow it is going away. However, I believe that the president is wrong. He is playing loose with the truth like he has in other times past. If we downplay this dangerous virus, we are making a daily mistake, one which will cost a lot of lives. We must not let our guard down against this deadly virus. We must learn from what is happening in Wuhan, China, where this virus started. They reopened their city for business as usual, and coronavirus has returned and is killing Chinese people by the thousands over again, just as it did in the beginning. We must be careful, Mr. President. We must be careful. Mr. Governor, and we must do things in accordance to the guidelines that the President himself set for us. Church, we need to pray for these men, that God will give them the wisdom to do the right thing, because we are living in very dangerous times. One wrong decision a one wrong move will cost a lot of lives. We, as other churches, have been praying that God would have mercy and deliver us 
from coronavirus. However, we see it continues to take the lives of people on a daily basis. New York City has seen where more than 700 people have died in one single day. Think of this. To me, it doesn't seem like coronavirus is slowing down. A lot of people ask, when will all this end? I am afraid that it's not going to end anytime soon. They are talking about social distancing that it might have to continue throughout this year and in the year to come. The other day, I was praying to God to help us, to help us with all this carnage, with all this death. It seems like the spirit of death is rampant upon the earth. Not only is America, not only are people in America dying, but there's people all over the world dying. It seems like the spirit of death is loose upon the earth. And the other day, I was asking the Lord, help us, God, bring an end to all this carnage, bring an end to this virus. And I felt in my heart God saying that coronavirus is not over yet. Then God reminded me of Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. And I believe unless and until this scripture is fulfilled, coronavirus will continue to plague our nation. It will continue to plague the world. It's not over as some would want us to believe. God said, if my people, if my people, he's making a call here, and he's not making a call to the world. He's making a call to his church. He said, if my people will humble themselves and pray. Number one, humble ourselves. Number two, pray. Number three, and seek my face. Number four, and turn from their wicked ways. America, if we want God's help, and let me say this, that the only one that can help us with coronavirus is God. Let me tell you something. Help is not going to come from our political leaders because they can't even agree on today being Sunday. Uh, help is not going to come from the president. Help is not going to come from the vice president. Help is not going to come from Washington, D.C. Help can only come through God himself, through Jesus Christ, the Lord. Amen. And the Bible says in Psalms 121 and verse 1, the Bible says, I will look unto the hills. For where, from where does my help come? 
Trump? Does it come from President Trump? No. Does it come from Washington, D.C.? No. Does it come from the state capitol? No. My help comes from the Lord who created the heavens and the earth. America, you must understand that your help comes from God. It does not come from a man. It comes from God himself. And you need to humble yourself and ask him for his help. Amen. If we want God's help, then we must follow his guidelines. Right before we were in a full-blown pandemic, I received a notice in the mail, and it said President Trump's, I don't know, last time I checked, President Trump's not a doctor. But it seems like he wants his name on everything. It says, President Trump's guidelines to coronavirus. Let me tell you something. Some of those guidelines are working. But now President Trump is not abiding by his own guidelines, and he wants to open the nation before his time. So I would ask that all of you that are watching and listening would get a hold of your congressmen and your senators and those in authority and tell them, look, we need to open our nation not one day before it is safe to do so. And we're not going to listen to President Trump because he's not a king. He's only a president. And I believe in this, he is wrong. I know why he wants to open our nation, because he is a business person, and he's business-minded. But he doesn't understand that if we do this before his time, it will cost millions of people their lives. And so we must understand this. And our governor has been real gracious, and I believe has employed wisdom in some of the decisions that he has made. And I believe that we need to pray for him that he will continue to do the right thing and not take his orders from Washington, but take his orders, first of all, from God, and second of all, from the people that elected him to his office. So let me say this, America, we need to humble ourselves before the Lord. And we need to understand that God, we need to acknowledge that our need for God, and we also need to acknowledge that without Him, we are nothing, and without Him, we can do nothing. Look, we are the richest nation in the world. We're some of the best scientists in the world, with some of the best technology in the world, yet we have no virus, no, no uh, uh, vaccine. vaccine for this virus. We have no vaccine for this virus, so we cannot depend upon our government for help. We must depend on the Lord Jesus Christ, and we must acknowledge our need for him, and we must acknowledge that without him, we are nothing, and we can do nothing. As the Bible tells us in John 
chapter 15 and verse 5. John chapter 15 and verse 5. I am the wine, and you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Without me, you can do nothing. And so, God is the only one that can help us without him, without his help, without his guidance. We are lost. We are doomed. Not only is God saying to humble ourselves, and to acknowledge our need for him, but he is also calling us, his church, his people, to pray. Let me say this, coronavirus is not going to end unless and until the church of the living God, the people of God, start fasting and start praying for this monster to be destroyed in the name of Jesus. God is calling his people, his church, to be in the forefront of this pandemic to our prayers. Paul says in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 16 to pray without ceasing. What does that mean? We, it means we need to be in constant prayer and especially right now when we are facing this enemy that cannot be defeated with any medicine known to mankind but it can be defeated amen through the blood of Jesus Christ it can be defeated with God's help amen God is also calling us to seek his face and to really and truly seek him with all of our hearts go with me to Jeremiah Chapter 29 and verse 13. What does the Bible say? Jeremiah. Chapter 29 and verse 13. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. And you will seek me and you will find me but you will seek for me with all of your heart. And this is what we need to do. We need to seek God with all of our hearts. Not only to take us out of the mess. Like somebody said, a lot of people use God as a spare tire. When do you use a spare tire? You take it off when you have a flood. And then after you fix the flood, you put the, back, the, the spare tire back in the trunk and you forget about it until you need it again. That's what a lot of people do to God. They come to him. They seek for his help. They seek for his guidance. But once he helps him, they forget about him. And America has forgotten who made her great. Let me tell you something. I have a, a few issues with our president, one of which that he always says that he is going to make America great again. Let me tell you something. No man can make America great again. The only way that America can be great again, if it turns back to its creator, if it turns Amen. back to its maker, Amen. if it turns back to its God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And so God is telling us to seek him with all of our hearts, to seek his face, God said, and my people, which I call by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. 
And third Monday week in ways, in America, God is calling us to repent. God is calling us to turn our hearts back to him. And let me tell you something. Nowadays, we don't hear a lot of preachers preaching about repentance, but I'm here to tell you that God's word hasn't changed, that God hasn't changed, and his word hasn't changed. And the Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8 that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And God has always called us unto repentance. In the Bible, that was the first message that Jesus ever preached. He said to turn from your wicked ways, turn from your sins, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then a man by the name of John the Baptist came around, and that was his focus, that was his only message, to repent and to turn from our wicked ways. Amen. Amen. And today is still the same thing. That preachers are not preaching it doesn't mean that God has changed his message. God is calling America to repent and to turn our hearts back to him. America was once long ago a godly nation, a nation who loved God and the things of God. America was founded on God's holy word, but over the years we have gone astray and we have pushed God out of our government out of our schools, out of our home, out of our lives. And we have put our fingers, our fists, and shaken our fists at God and said, God, we will not listen to your word. You're not going to tell us how to live. You're not going to tell us what to do. And so we have uh, legalized abortion, which is in God's eyes, murder and we have legalized homosexuality and we have legalized lesbianism and we have endorsed sin in the name of progress and in the name of free freedom of speech we have allowed every sin that is known to mankind Amen. thinking that we will never reap from the things that we do let me tell you something the bible tells us in the book of galatians Chapter 6 and verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mine. Whatsoever a man soweth, that will he also reap. So guess what, America? The chickens have come back to roost. And God is judging us for our sins and for our taking God out of our lives. Did I, do I am I saying that God created coronavirus? No. God did not create coronavirus. But I believe God in his, in his knowledge, infinite knowledge, has allowed it to take place to see if people will turn from their wicked ways and turn to him. Let me tell you something. God does not create things like coronavirus. The Bible tells us in the book of James that every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of lights. The one that creates mayhem, 
the one that creates destruction, the one that brings forth death, is Satan himself. For Jesus said in John chapter 10 and verse 10, the thief, talking about the devil, comes about to, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that they might have life and that might have it more abundantly. So we have sown seeds of sin and we are reaping what we have sown. We cannot blame God. We cannot blame China. We have to blame ourselves because we disregarded God. We disregarded God's word. We disregarded the guidelines of God. And God is saying, turn from your wicked ways. Repent. Come back to me, America, and I will forgive you of your sins, and I will heal you. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 3 and verse 22. Jeremiah, chapter 3 and verse 22. Return your backsliding children. And I will heal your backsliding. Return, you backsliding children, and I will heal your backsliding. America is a backslidden nation. America was founded upon the principles of God by men who fear God. In some kind of way, we have gotten away, and we need to return from our backsliding ways, and we need to turn from our sins. Let me tell you what repentance means. Repentance means that you have a change of mind. Repentance means that you have a change of heart. America does not mean that you come to church this Sunday and repent for something and continue to do it and then come back the following Sunday to repent for the same thing. That's not true repentance. True repentance is that you have a change of heart, that you have a change of mind. And there's a lot of people in the church world today who have not experienced true repentance in their lives. They live with one foot in the church and one foot on the world. And this is why God is saying, I'm tired of this. This is a, a, a stench to my nostrils. You need to turn from your wicked ways. Amen. When will coronavirus end? Coronavirus will end when we, as the church of Jesus Christ, begin to follow the guidelines of God. When will coronavirus end? When a sinful and wicked world will turn their hearts back to God. Let me tell you something. I have seen a lot of things over this past week that really trouble me and that really tell me that this scripture, God is calling us to do what the scripture says. Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. Uh, the other day I was at a store and there was a man, there was some music playing at the store intercom. That was a man with his wife. I hope it was his wife. He grabbed her by the hand and started dancing with him, with her, in the store. And I said, my God, doesn't this gentleman understand that we're in the middle of a pandemic? 
Then I went to another store another day and seen like eight free people coming out of the store, each of them carrying beer underneath their arms. I talked to the store clerk and he told me, oh, we get this every day. He says, it seems like people are not working and the best thing they can do is drink all day. He goes, business is good for me. So what are we doing? We are doing the opposite of what we should be doing. Right now, we should be seeking God. Right now, we should be praying. Right now, we should be humbling ourselves and we should be praying and we should be seeking the face of God and we should be turning from our sins and turning to God so that he can forgive our sins and so that he can heal our land. Amen. Our land needs healing. And you know what? This is not only in America, but it's worldwide. Praise the Lord for uh, Peru, who I seen the other day on YouTube, how people were coming out by the thousands into the streets of Peru, uh, kneeling in the middle of the street and crying out to God for God's help. That's what America needs to do. But you know what? We are too prideful to do that. And so the same thing happened in Italy. And I'm not hearing a lot of things about Peru, about Italy anymore. I believe that their pandemic is coming under control. You know why? Because of prayer. They don't have anything different than we have. They have nothing either, just like we don't have anything. The only thing they have that they have done, I believe, is prayer. And so if we do that, and if we put our, side, our, our pride aside and we go out into the streets of our cities and we begin to pray to the Lord to have mercy, I believe that God will heal our nation. I believe that God will heal our land. And so we need to do what the Word of God is calling us to do. Not what men are calling us to do, because men don't even have an idea on how to fight this. The president, bless his heart, but he looked very confused this week. He said one thing and then another, and then another, and then another. And it seems like all he's trying to do is uh, 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 get out what he wants people to know. And it seems like he's doing like a lot of preachers are doing. He's self-promoting himself, self-promoting his agenda, and not promoting the agenda of God, not promoting the Word of God, not telling people that Jesus is the answer. Let me tell you something. The Bible says in the book of John, chapter 14 and verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way. He didn't say, I am one of the ways. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And no man comes unto the Father but by me, but through me. Let me tell you something. When we turn to God, then that's when coronavirus will cease to exist. When we pray to God and we humble ourselves and we ask Him for His help, that's when coronavirus will be a thing of the past. Amen. And so we need to do that. America, we need to repent. We need to turn back to God. Look, I'm saying truth with you. Jesus said, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You want to be free from America? 
uh, you want to be free America from coronavirus? Turn to God's truth. Turn to God's do what God is saying to do. Turn to his guidelines and you will be free. And you will be healed in Jesus' name. Let me say this in ending. The Bible tells us in the book of Isaiah, chapter 53 and verse 5. Isaiah was talking about Jesus Christ here long before Jesus came and died on the cross. Isaiah saw this and he said he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed. Do you want to be healed from coronavirus? Do you want to be healed from whatever sickness that ails your body? Let me tell you something. There's a God in heaven that can heal you. There's a God in heaven that answers prayer. There's a God in heaven that has healing power, even over coronavirus. Amen. And so today we are going to pray. And I'm going to pray for all of you. And we're going to pray for our nation. Look, I don't hate the president of the United States. Uh, he is my president also. I disagree with him. And I think I can do that under the Constitution of the United States. But I'm merely saying that he's a man. We can't put our faith in him. We have to put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to put our faith in the one that created the heavens and the earth. He is the only one that can help us. Help is not going to come from Washington, D.C. They said they would send help, uh, money. I don't know how many of you have gotten it. I haven't. So uh, we cannot depend on Washington, D.C. for their help. They change, president changes his mind like I changed my socks. And so we have to depend on God. And we have to depend on the word of God. Amen. That is the only thing that's going to see us through. Heavenly Father, we come in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for those that may be watching and listening that perhaps, Lord God, they are sick yes. from coronavirus. Father, I rebuke coronavirus in Jesus' name. Yes. I command it to leave their bodies yes, now in the name of Jesus. Be healed yes. in the name of Jesus. Yes. Be delivered in the name of Jesus. Be set free in the name of Jesus. If there's a loved one or a friend that has coronavirus, we bind it and we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Yes. And Father, we declare them healed. We declare them set free. We declare them delivered in Jesus' name by the blood of the Lamb. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be healed in yes. Jesus' name. Be delivered in Jesus' name. Yes. Father, we pray for our nation, Lord God. Father, bless our nation. Help our nation, Father. Yes, Cause our nation, Lord God, to repent of his sins yes, and turn back to her creator, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, forgive us for our sins, Lord. Forgive us for legalizing sin, Lord God, yes, and putting thereby, putting ourselves in the position that we're in. Yes, forgive us, God, yes, and help us and have mercy upon us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke coronavirus. We command it to die yes. in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for our president. 
Father, we pray that you give him wisdom. Yes. Father, I believe he's in over his head, Father. Doesn't know what to do. Tries to give answers, but he doesn't have the answer. Father, because the only answer, the true and only answer lies in you, Father. Yes, Father, in the name of Jesus, give the president wisdom. Yes, give the vice president wisdom. Give, Lord God, Congress and the Senate and the House of Representatives wisdom. And give our governors wisdom, especially our governor here, Father. Governor Ducey, Lord God. Give him wisdom, yes, Father, God. not to open this country, uh, this city, Father, one day before it's supposed to open, yes, Lord God. Yes. One day before it's safe to yes, do so, Lord, because many lives, Lord, to hang in the balance, yes, Father. Lord. Give this man wisdom, I pray, Lord. Let him not be pushed by Washington, D.C., yes, but, Father, you speak to his heart. Lord, I believe he's a wise man, and I believe he's a good man, Lord. Give him wisdom, I pray, in Jesus' name. Yes, Father, help, Lord God, our first responders. Yes, help our medical people, our nurses, our doctors. Yes, Bless them, Lord God, for the work that they're doing. Yes, Bless, Lord God, their families, their homes, Lord. Yes, they are sacrificing so much, Lord. Yes, help them, in Jesus' name. Reward them, Father, in the name of Jesus. Your word says, give, and it shall be given unto you. And I don't only believe that that means money, Lord God, but when people give of themselves, when they give of their time, Lord God, and these nurses and doctors are giving of themselves of their time, Lord God, to bring healing to other people, Lord. Yes, Lord. Bless them, Father, I pray. Father, bless America, I pray in Jesus' name. Touch America, Lord God. Heal America, Lord God. Heal our land, we pray in Jesus' name. Father, heal the world, Father, in Jesus' name. We are the world, Father, as the song used to say. We are the world. We are the children, Lord God. We are the children that you have created, Lord. We are created in your image, the Bible says. Forgive us, Lord God, and have mercy upon us and help us in Jesus' name, Lord God. We repent of our sins yes, and we turn our hearts and our lives over to you. Yes, you I want those of you that are watching and that are listening to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Father, Father in, the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. I receive you, I receive you as my Lord. As my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. And according to your word. And according to your word. Which says. Which says. Whosoever. Whosoever. Shall call upon the name of the Lord. Shall call upon the name of the Lord. Shall be saved. Shall be saved. So Lord. So Lord. I believe that I'm saved. I believe that I'm saved. I believe that I'm healed. I believe that I'm healed. I believe that I'm delivered. I believe that I'm delivered. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.